Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your main bitch, Kim. Hello, hello, and hence, guys, I just have to say. So sorry for not releasing an episode last week. Let me tell you this, and it was a bitch. I, and I'm still going through it currently, I am going through a pinched nerve in my neck and shoulder, and it is the worst pain. I literally couldn't get out of bed for like three days. It's getting better, but even when I just breathed the way that I did, it kind of hurt. Um, so that's why I didn't post an episode last week. I'm so sorry, Yins, guys. But I'm glad that you're back. And guess what? It's going to be an awesome show today because I have a Believe family member in my home studio via Zoom. Woohoo! He is the host of two podcasts on the Believe Podcast Network. It is Believe in UCLA and Believe in an Athlete's Journey. Everyone, welcome Travis Reed. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Yes. And where um where are you currently? I am in California right now. Now, how okay, so how is California right now? Because I just saw on the news that y'all are getting some pretty bad weather. Well, the funny thing is, it was raining like cats and dogs yesterday. Yeah. And, and guess what happened today? Nothing. Sun. 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 Interesting. Okay, well, yeah. you know, the news The news tells a lot of crazy stuff. They were saying, like, <laughs> wind is coming, lots of rain, flooding, and all that kind of stuff. I mean... It was all that in, in like, California fashion today. It was cold, but it was just uh, 100% sun. Oh, wow. Now, are you originally from Los Angeles? Yes. Yes. Born and raised. Okay. And Yin's guys, I don't know. Well, I'm just going to tell you because Yin's don't know. Um, by the way, I'm a Pittsburgh girl. That's why I say Yin's. Have you ever heard of the term Yin's, like a Yin's? Uh, no. What no. are your thoughts right now just hearing it? Uh, want to know what it is, what it means. <laughs> Yins is like, you know, someone from Boston saying use guys. Isn't that a Boston thing? I think they say use guys. Or maybe it's a New York thing. I can't really remember. But Yins is basically saying, hey, you guys, what's going on? But I got to put okay. the, the Pittsburgh flair to it. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so, okay. You learn something new every day. So, well, yeah. yes. Oh, and that was that's my uh, my point, Yins, guys. Travis here is uh, a former basketball player. And I do have to say that I reached out and I asked him if he knows Juan Dixon. And Travis, please tell me, tell us what you told me. And I was so excited. Well, no, I, yeah, I told her, I said that I played against him in college when he was at Maryland and I was at UCLA um, way back in the day. Oh, <laughs> and um, was he, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to respond to this, but it's going to be fun. Was he as beautiful then as he is now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is what I, we do I, here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would say he was handsome, I guess. Yes. You know? Listen, Juan Dixon is my almost number, well, you know, I have so many house husbands that I love on all these shows, and we will get into it. I know you're super excited, um, <laughs> but Juan Dixon, he is on The Real Housewives of Potomac because his fiance, Robin, she's like my favorite housewife of all time, pretty much, and um, I'm just excited that you were able to play up against Juan back in the day. So, yeah. And we're going to get into some like basketball stuff within this episode. We're actually going to go back to the past. We could call it blast to the past, even though people say blast from the past. Anyways, since New York, Potomac and Jersey are not playing right now because the seasons are coming up, we actually just wrapped up Potomac. So um, they finished their reunion a couple weeks ago. So we're waiting for the other two East Coast shows because that's what I cover. But the OC, Orange County, recently just came out with a few episodes, and I figured we'd go back in the day in the vaults of the Orange County ladies, and we're just going to go discuss the one episode. Let's see. Let me look at my notes here. Season 10, episode 2, called Take a Swing. And yes, 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 we all remember. This is whenever Shannon and David are doing their couple's retreat and the whole tombstone eulogy thing. It was weird as fuck. I can't understand it. But Travis, are you ready to get going? Are you excited for this? 
Oh, I've never been more excited than anything. Yes, I love the enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Also, by the way, he's semi-new. He's new to the Bravo world, but he's being a good sport, and I appreciate it so much. So we're just going to recap this lovely little episode. So obviously, we have these five housewives, right? Mm -hmm. Megan, Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, and Heather which Heather came back. She's back in the new season because she left for a couple years. Now she's back. In like the first two episodes, she was talking about how extravagant her house is and her husband's plastic surgeon, and they, they just have lots of money. So, but back season 10. Okay. So Vicky and Tamara, they're not really in a good place from the season before with the whole Brooks thing because Brooks is with Vicky and he kind of faked that he had cancer and then all that shit kind of got crazy. (sighs) But it was really good on the show, I do have to say. But don't (laughs) fake cancer. That's fucked up. Anyways, so Heather is then getting ready for this party. She's going to a bakery or something because she wants to throw a launch party for her new wine that she's doing in Napa, of course, because that's how fancy pants Heather works. From there, after the whole bakery hang with Heather, we go to Good Wind. I think they were at a Wyndham Hotel or something, and you have Shannon and David there. Well, Travis, at this point, we we learned that David had an affair and uh, he Ooh. told Shannon and obviously that's hella bad and we don't like you David. So they're at they're at this couple's retreat and the lady who's in charge of it is talking about writing each other's eulogy and then they just bring out a tombstone that reads here lies Shannon. And then it has like the year that she was born, March, whatever. And then I think, what year was this? 2015 or something. So then David starts reading Shannon Shannon's eulogy. I mean, what what are your thoughts when that happened? I mean, that is, is that what people do when they go to couples retreats when they're trying to work on stuff? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh. Well, I've never been to a couple's retreat, but right reading somebody's eulogy, I would say it's kind of weird. Uh, I would never want to read anybody's eulogy while they're sitting right there next to me. Yeah, um, and I, I that's a weird exercise. I don't, I don't know what the part of the exercise of like doing that, what it was for. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I look. I would have never done it. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> we would have been. I would have like on to the next thing. I would not have participated because that's like saying uh, you're sitting next to your mom. I want you to read your mom's eulogy. Like right. You know, and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. So yeah, I wouldn't have done it, but it's really, really weird. Yeah, it's freaky, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, do you think something like that could save? I mean, I personally thought it was just really great for TV, personally. Um, (laughs) But in my mind, I was just like, in all reality, this probably doesn't happen. I wouldn't think so. I I would definitely say that I don't know if that could, you know, save a marriage. I would say it can maybe show the person how much they mean to you. So, you know, if they're gone from your life forever, they never come back. Right. How how would you be sad or would you be like, okay? Yeah. You know, you know. I do remember Shannon said in her confessional that in Orange County, I mean, since you're a California guy, maybe maybe you know this. She said, again, this was like 2015 or whatever. She said that this uh, the divorce rate in Orange County is 70 percent. Well, I would say this. The California is like 50 percent. Like literally fifty percent, oh, you know, really? like forty-eight point nine percent, yeah, okay. of all divorces uh, in California. So yeah, it's uh, that's a real thing. California people like they feel like they're in the beach, they're in the sun, they have a lot of options, yeah. no matter what the age is. Super Coachella, and, whatever that yeah. means. I don't even know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> super, super. Like I can get another person just like you, even if I'm fifty. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. So, um, I thought that was a very interesting fact that, or at least Shannon's fact that she laid out on that episode. I was like, why do you know this one? And like, (laughs) it, it it was almost like she was researching it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It it was almost like maybe she was doing that to make herself feel more secure in her marriage. I have no idea, but I thought that was a little funky. (laughs) But from the couple's retreat, then we go to Heather meeting up with Tamara. 
They meet mm-hmm. up at a juice bar. I mean, is that, I mean, do you meet up with your friends at a juice bar? <laughs> that sounds very LA to me. <laughs> that is very LA. I, look, don't get me wrong. I go to the juice bar, you know, Robux. Yeah. Or, you know, I go to Robux or, you know, just depending, you know, juice it up. What's your juice you know, of choice? Uh, something strawberry, strawberry something. Yes. Strawberry banana? Yes. Love it. Love it's the it. Best. Yes. yes. Love it. Okay. Yes. After a workout or something like that, or, you know, you, it's a hot day, you go to the juice bar, get your strawberry banana drink. The, oh. Well, they have free, don't they have freestanding um, juice bars? And it's not just the juice bar in the gym, correct? Yes. Yes. They do have juice bars in the gym. Like you can get those in the gym, out of the gym, wherever you're at. And sometimes you can get the big, big, huge cup yeah. of it. Or, you know, I'm You've not, I don't get that. Before. Yeah, I've gotten it before. I'm not alone. <laughs> That's what I'm being like, you know, like greedy. Oh my god! <laughs> like I, I want the it. big one. Give I me the big it. gulp. The yes. big gulp of 7-11, the juice. Seven Eleven gulp that up. What the free <laughs> gulp day? Or when do you get the free gulp at uh, at Seven Summer in the summer. summer. Okay. Yeah, in the summer. Be ready, Ins guys. Summer's coming eventually. Even though we haven't hit winter just yet, but we're coming there. <laughs> okay, so back to Heather and Tamara. They meet up for some juice. Like some close girlfriends do. And um, I think it's been a minute uh, since Heather and Tamara were together because Tamara's going through a lot of shit. She's like finalizing her divorce and all this kind of stuff. Her daughter isn't talking to her anymore and kind of like exiled her from her life or whatever. And uh, she's going through some stuff. So Heather is talking to Tamara about this whole sparkling wine that she's doing and the party that she wants to throw in Napa with her friends. And then all of a sudden, Tamara's like, you know what? I'm dealing with so much and you know, I'm still feuding with Vicky, which is a close girlfriend or was, which is she's also a housewife. So she was feuding with Vicky with the whole Brooks thing and the cancer. So she's going through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. part of the the housewife character. That's just what mm-hmm. you're supposed to go. Um, then we go back to the couple's retreat with Shannon and David. Mm-hmm. He shares with Shannon and the lady that's in charge of this. He shares two ways that he caused Shannon pain. In my opinion, I'm like, what the fuck? I can name more than two ways that you made her upset. Like, are you, like, for real, two ways? Do, do we want to go more? Like, that was crazy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, I know the two ways. The affair. And I'm like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what the, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't know. Anyways. So from that whole thing with that whole couple's retreat, just because you don't really follow the whole Bravo world, what are your predictions of them being together present day? You know, honestly, uh, when it comes to like an affairs and things like that, it takes a strong woman to kind of get over those things. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, you know, she said that 70% people get divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that might be hard because she might be like, well, I can divorce him and get his money anyway kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it would take a really, 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 really secure, strong woman to uh, stay. You know, it's very few Beyonce types, you know? Ah, so with that one episode that you saw, mm-hmm. what's your prediction? Do you think Shannon and David are still together? Mm, I think it depends on how much money he would kind of lavish on her, you know, uh, after the situation. Well, Shannon, she she is what she's very feng shui in her house whatever that means she has like Mm. energy people come in and like she does like a nice house that is very true maybe maybe she'll get another house (laughs) well let me let me tell you this here travis they are in (laughs) fact they are in fact no longer together now if you if you would watch more than if you would have watched more than one episode right you could tell that shannon definitely would not feel trustworthy of uh she wouldn't trust david and like yes, she yes, was going yes. through that with for years and years and then eventually they just like called it quits because he was still having an affair with the same woman but him and that other woman that he had an affair with they're actually, together now yes that's usually how it goes it's kind of weird like that um with with that kind of situation i feel like I already knew, like, it's hard for women to kind of retrust a man after the affair kind of thing. But I know I would. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but the I'm guy... a weak bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the guy, like, he's like, well, I've already been with this chick. She already knows I like. I don't like, you know, uh, olives on my salad. So yeah. I might as well just go straight to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. It's so, always funny with that. That is kind of funny because it's uh, another franchise. It's the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That whole franchise is about, it's so different from all the other cities because in Salt Lake City, you're talking about some of the ladies are Mormon and then, like, the church and all that kind of stuff. And then there was another girl that was just added to the cast and her her husband wants to do like a sister wives thing, which is kind of, you know, not creepy. my thing. Yeah, it's creepy yeah. to me, but I guess, you know, you do you in Salt Lake City, I guess. I don't know. But um, but there was another girl. Uh, there's another girl. Her, her name is Whitney and her husband she was with she was basically the mistress because he was married to someone else and actually Whitney was married to so they were both married to someone else but they were having an affair with each other and Mm -hmm. and now they've been together ever since so to your point that sounds pretty common you you do that (laughs) and then you find someone else and then you stay with them and then you're like okay agreed agreed it's very interesting but from that whole thing when David was apologizing to Shannon about the affair, he had to like agree that he would tell his three daughters. And at the time, I can't remember. I think the oldest daughter was maybe 10 or 11 or something. And then they have two twins that are probably a few years younger. So you're talking like these preteen girls. And that he has to come home as an assignment to tell the girls and ask them their forgiveness. Now, what are your thoughts on, should he have done that? No. Yeah, why? No. I, I agree with you. I I, yeah, uh, I thought it was funny. The kids are too too young uh, to really understand the situation. Yeah. Now, if the kid was like 17, 18, they kind of grasp it. Right. But a, a seven-year-old kid, they're just going to be sad. They don't, you don't need to know. Yeah. They get you know, daddy and mommy, something happens, you know, where well, we fall out of love. Right. And then you even see in the scene, whenever he's apologizing to the girls, he's like, I just want to say, I'm so sorry. Do you forgive me? And like the young, like the younger twins, she's looking at him. She's like, yeah, daddy, I still love you. And then the oldest one was like, well, I'm never going to forget what you did, but I forgive you. And in my mind, I'm like, holy damn, if that was me, I would not be doing that. I would be like, get out of my face. Like, I can't deal with it. Like, but that was that was a really interesting scene. And I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. what the heck they do at those couple of retreats, but I don't think I ever want to go to one. That's all. <laughs> no, no. Speaking yeah. from a kid from divorce, as a kid who parents got divorced, they yeah. didn't tell me anything. Oh, yeah. They just, yeah. They just all of a sudden my, my my dad was living here with my stepmom. Yeah. Future stepmom. At yeah. The time. Yeah. And my mom was here. So we didn't I had to live with my dad. Yeah, and that was it. How how old were you? If you don't mind me asking. I was 13 at the time. OK, so you were you were roughly around the age that the that the girls are. OK, yep. so yeah, yeah. speaking for me. OK, I I am with you on that one. So <laughs> after that couple's retreat, now we're going to go to Megan and Jimmy. Megan is this young 30-something-year-old in this episode, and she recently got married to a former pro baseball player. Hall of Famer, I think, or right there by Hall of Fame. Clemens. Do do you know him? Jim, yeah. Yeah, he's a a home run hitter. So you know, but do you know him? I know. I mean, I don't know him personally, but yeah, I know him. Okay, because I was going to say... I don't like him. He's not nice. He's kind of an yeah, asshole. I, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a like I said, you know, af- professional athletes, especially they they have egos, big egos. Listen, you're a pro athlete. You don't seem to have an ego to me. Former pro athlete, and I did have an ego at one point, but not no more. So, are you saying if I would have met you whenever you were still playing, I wouldn't like you? Is that what you're saying? No, you still <laughs> like me because my ego was never that big. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I just recently saw Steph Curry uh, passed Ray Allen. Most three pointers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Last night, Steph. Okay, listen. (laughs) I used to before the pandemic. I watched the NBA religiously. Okay, but since then, I've fallen off and I need to get back on track but then I also just saw in the news that like people in the NFL and the NBA are getting COVID like freaking madness well I think what everybody knows what happened like everybody went home for the holidays or whatever the case is around family for holidays that's what right. the NBA did 
they ramped up their testing. And so after ramping up their testing, half, you know, a quarter of the league is infected, you know, because right. they it was around their family. Yeah. Uh, but most of them are uh, vaccinated. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, so it's not as bad. All right, guys, everyone stay, stay safe out there. Get your boosters and stuff, you know, stay, stay mm-hmm, healthy. Because mm-hmm. so, you're going to be around your family, you know, this, this time. So that's yeah. so true. That's so true. So speaking of family or the family at this time, Megan and Jimmy, they are no longer together. Are you shocked by that? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, folks, shocked. they are not together. We already knew that. So yeah, yeah, at yeah. this at this point in the episode, so they're together and they go to like some homeware store or something because Megan is now living in the same house that Jimmy lived with his ex-wife. Okay, and she's like, well, I need to get my own stuff like this is his house with his ex-wife and now I'm here. So like I want my stuff here, too. So they go shopping for that kind of stuff. They do their thing. Jimmy doesn't really seem like he's into it. I don't know if that's really like a guy thing. Do you guys like to do that? I'm not really sure. I, no, I know that my no. brother doesn't like to do that kind of shit. No, so. no, we just we just do it because the wives or girlfriends want us to. do. Yes. Yes. Well, see, that's good, though. You make us happy. <laughs> <laughs> So after they do the homewares thing, mm-hmm. we eventually go to Tamara's house and they're talking to Tamara's talking to her husband, Eddie, who's like this buff guy who's really into fitness. He has his own fitness center and all this kind of stuff. And she was telling him about how she met up with Heather about the whole, hey, we're going to go to Napa for her sparkling wine thing. And then oh, she gets the phone call from her frenemy. Vicky Gunvalson, who would claim that she is the original housewife and basically made all of the housewives famous and gave them their jobs because she was like, I mean, you're talking, you talk about some of those pro athletes having an ego. Vicky Gunvalson is on top of that. Okay. Like she, like she would probably look at you and say, I invented the NBA. Okay. I did. I did. But do you, do you want some life insurance? Because I sell that too. Right, 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 right. Well, I feel like salesmen or women, like they have to have some kind of ego because they, they're in sales, you know? And True. so yes. uh, to be in sales, you got to have like, look, I'm the baddest person, you know, on the, in the room right. on the planet. Yes. Because I got to sell you. I got to sell you whatever I can sell you. <laughs> That's you know, so true. That's, yeah, I'm telling you, that's I being in sales myself, I, I know how people think, like the top salesmen. Yes. You got to, you got to put on that, uh, that character. Yes. 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 That yes, is the yes, word. Yes. So whenever Vicky calls Tamara, Vicky is basically, she's in Mexico at this point. And then like in the past, you see the girls, they would go to Mexico and Vicky and Tamara, that was like their place. They would always have fun, get drunk and, you know, do silly things. Um, so she's in Mexico. She calls Tamara and she's like, oh my God, I thought of you. This is so much fun. I miss you. Let's just be friends. Da, 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 da. And then Tamara's like, well, who are you there with? And then she's like, I'm here with Brooks. And then Tamara's like, oh, the guy that faked cancer. Like, what the fuck? Why are you still with him? I can't deal. <laughs> but then again, she does not want to really uh, be a part of that. She'll be cordial with Vicky. But at the same time, she's like, oh, Get this guy away from me because I can't deal with him. So basically, when Vicky was calling her, she's just like, I really just want to get on a good path with you and let's kind of move forward. That's a lot in these shows. The girls get mad at each other. They cuss each other out, call each other names, don't talk for a while, and then they meet up. Hey, can we meet up for lunch? I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, too. And then it's like the cycle happens over and over again. They have to. They can't be mad for the whole season. So eventually they have to make up so they can argue again. Listen, have you have you uh, dealt with with anyone in your life in in that situation as far as a girlfriend and another girlfriend? Not like your girlfriend or anything. I'm just saying like a girl and a girl, they're hanging out and then they hate each other. Like, were you ever in the middle of like hearing their conversations like I hate her right now? And you, you basically have to be the mediator and be like, no, don't do that. She's cool. She'll come around. No, I've, I've been the middle guy in, in, in a friendship that was like, uh, like ironclad. And then they let a dude, a dude, not me. Yes. Another guy come between them. Um, That's the they, worst. Yeah. And so like, I was like, I know the guy, you know, he's you no know, 
if you want to say suave kind of guy. Yes, yes. And they both they both end up liking him. When I told him, don't like him. I told him, don't like him. He's suave guy. He He's bad. With a lot He's of like women. a Jax Taylor. If you knew Vanderpump, <laughs> you would totally say yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 was like I said, just smooth guy, and uh, he ended up basically both of them end up liking him. One like like really really hard. Yeah. And he ended up like he slept with one of them. And then he almost slept with the other one, you know, he yeah. didn't do it. But the other one cared about him that he didn't sleep with her so much that she didn't, they didn't speak for almost a year. They were best friends. No. Yeah. Yeah. They were best friends. Do you know what and this sounds so, like to me though? It sounds what? like an episode of the real housewives. <laughs> <laughs> they just wasn't married, but yeah. Yeah. So I, I had to be the tiptoe guy, tiptoe to her house one time, tiptoe to her house. Uh, That's you know, stressful. About, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, by the end of it, about five months in, I was sick of it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because you're I like was, saying was, the same. You're probably it's like you're a broken record. You're like saying it over and over, but it's like they're not getting it. Yep, you know, yep, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. because that they don't understand. It's just like they're not ready to accept it yet. Because yep, I've mm-hmm. been I've been one of those people <laughs> 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 talking from my experiences. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> no, no. I, look, I get it. I mean, you know, I've never been that guy where I'm jealous of, say, I had a girl and my, my friend talked to her. Okay. Yeah. If she wants him, she wants him. She wants me. She wants me. It's okay. Yeah. That's so you adult know, but, of you. Yeah. No I jealousy. Mean, no jealousy. Yeah, no, I'm a jealous what? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What, what I realized, what I realized is that women are better, better, you know, li- and they can, I want to say liars, but they, they're better at this than men are. Like they manipulate, really, if you yeah, will. Yeah, manipulate. I hate so that I like, just said that. I'm not saying that I do that. Yes. But could I have the possibility of doing that? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone can, but yeah, I can. Women are, I mean, you know, like. In certain things, yes. women are smart, is way smarter than dudes. So, hey, I'm not going to yeah. disagree with you there, my friend. <laughs> yes, I, I, I admit it, like, seriously. So, I would just say the situation, you know, like a, a guy has maybe less feelings when it comes to certain situations, but a woman are smarter and they know how to kind of navigate the situation better than a dude can. This is like super deep. I feel like, should you be my new therapist now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can tell you my whole life story. <laughs> Hey, no problem. No problem. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Well, thank you. So we're going to go back to Vicky because she's in Mexico and she's calling one of her Trace Amigas without Shannon. But that, I think this is before the Trace Amigas happen. Trace Amigas, mind you, is Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon when they all were really good friends. But then again, they like fall out and then they come back. You know, the whole the whole spiel like I just gave. Mm-hmm. So Vicky is also telling Tamara on the phone, hey, I'm having a party at my house. I'm going to bring Mexico to my home because like I miss you girls so much and we're going to have so much fun. There's going to be a pinata. There's going to be tequila. This is going to be so much fun. So they're both nervous to see each other, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And mm-hmm. then we find out at this point Shannon and Tamara are having like a little beef with each other too. Why? Because I believe the season before, this is whenever the whole affair thing was going on with Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Shannon confided in Tamara. This is literally off the top of my head. She confided in Tamara about David having an affair. And she's like, don't tell anyone. And, you know, what happened? She told someone else. And then it came mm-hmm. out. And then she's like, I hate you. <laughs> so basically, they're in a beef. And she was nervous about seeing her at Vicky's as well. And mm-hmm. she feels betrayed by Tamara, which is totally understandable. Because yes, she yes. couldn't shut her mouth. So when all the ladies arrive at Vicky's house, everyone's coming. They're having a good time. Shannon and David are there. And at this point, it's weird because I felt like they were trying to um, put on a good face for everyone. Like they're fine as a couple, like nothing was wrong. But I almost feel like when people try to do that, you stick out more. And then people mm-hmm. are like, is there something off with you guys? And no one, I mean, I think there were only like two people that might have known about the affair and no one else mm-hmm. did. I mean, there were a lot of people at that party, but the way that they were acting, you could just be like, there's something off with you guys. Like, mm-hmm. y'all okay? So I thought that was pretty weird. But then 
David is meeting Megan and Shannon as well, because I guess last year they met each other somewhere else. And (laughs) Megan said in her confessional, she's like, yeah, I know I met Shannon last time at a party or whatever. And she didn't really talk to me because I think she's mad because she thinks that I flirted with her husband, which I didn't. And then they did the clip, right? They played the clip back. And she wasn't flirting with him. But, like, that's the whole thing. Shannon was always watching David. Do you know what I mean? And this was – I don't think this was – she didn't know about the affair at that time, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. even with her just suspecting, like, oh, why are you talking to him? Why are you talking to him that way? Like, you could already tell, like, "Mm, shit ain't good. (laughs) Well, I always say, like, people are going to do what they're going to do. You know, you can watch him like a hawk. But you can, they're going to do what they're going to do. That's so yeah. true. That's so true. Yeah. And you know. then, oh, my gosh, I'm just saying, if you continue your Bravo journey, which I highly suggest that you should do, <laughs> there's another housewife that comes on. Her name is Kelly Dodd. Everyone hates her in the world right now because she's not a good person. Okay. But she made for great TV, let me tell you, especially the one episode when she, oh, this like pulled at my heartstrings though. She looked at David because they were at like the 70s party. She looked at David. No, she looked at Shannon. She's like, no wonder why your husband cheated on you because Shannon said something silly and Kelly didn't like it. Yeah, see, look at your face. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, let me tell yeah. you, that's the Real Housewives. That's okay. that's it in all cities, just in a different way with different women. <laughs> But, like, the problems seem to be the same. This current year has been about Erica Jane and her husband, Tom Girardi, who's, like, freaking 80-some years old. She's, like, 30 years younger than him or whatever. And um, she is, like, in this legal trouble because her husband stole all this money from, like, plane crash victims and stuff, allegedly is what they're saying. But, I mean, the thing is going to go on forever and ever and ever as far as the Mm. trial because I'm sure she'll have to go do that. And then you have this other lady in Salt Lake City. She got arrested over the summer for, like, this money scheme and shit. I mean, it's all legal shit right now this season. Last season, (laughs) last year, it was all about Potomac, Candace, and Monique dragging Candace and all that stuff, like, pulling her by the hair. Like I said, yins, guys, I don't condone violence. But I do have to say... It was a really good episode. <laughs> it really was. It really was. I can't help it. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. My goodness. Okay. So eventually uh, dinner rolls around and uh, everyone's sitting at their table. Everything seems to be good and civil. Everyone's getting along. And um, at the same time, there was another lady that arrived. Her name is Lizzie. She was also a housewife back in the day. And her and Tamara had, like, some beef going on. And she was worried about seeing her. And then Tamara's like, oh, I'm actually pretty surprised that I'm getting along with Lizzie. This is good. But Shannon isn't even giving me the time of day. You know why? Shannon, she's spiteful. She is. Like, she'll she'll do that on purpose. Because, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, basically you have to kiss her feet in order for her to, like, forgive you to move on. That's just what she does. So, basically at the end of the episode, they're doing the pinata. Megan comes out with the baseball bat and she's like, yeah, see, because I'm with Jimmy, I know how to hit a baseball really good. Ha, ha, ha. And then she hits the, the pinata. Things fall out and they're having a good time. And let me see. How does this end? We see Shannon getting irritated that Vicky and Tamara then hold hands because they seem to be getting back together as girlfriends again. And Shannon is basically like, why the fuck are you doing that? You're not being loyal to me. She's that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, you know that you know someone in your life that's like that. Mm -hmm. I may have been that person when I was younger. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I have grown, okay? Okay, I have blossomed into someone else who does not do that anymore. But I I think I definitely, I, I may have done that back in the day. But uh, hey, uh, every, everybody has at some point. You got to be loyal to me, either with me or against yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. basically, at the end of the episode, we see that Shannon and David are pretty much trying to deal with the whole affair thing uh, and being in public with people. And then you have the crazy friendships, non friendships, trying to be friendships again between Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon. So, Travis, that was a lot, wasn't it? 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Could, yes, could yes. you stomach that whole episode? I mean, it was only 40 some minutes, but like there, there is a whole, I mean, listen, I know that there's archives and stuff for like basketball and shit, but let me tell you this, honey, there is crap ton of archival uh, history with the, with the housewives in Bravo in general. I understand. So, I, know, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. You know, so could that's you, a heck of a, that's a heck of an episode. Yes, I know. And you know, so there are originally when I uh, sent this over to you, I was like, oh, we could do like, you know, who would his starting five be? And then I was like, Kim, you're an idiot. There's only five housewives in this episode. <laughs> like, what the hell? So I was like, oh shit. Okay. But anyways, let's try to let's try to um, if we can bring this into your forte with the basketball here which by the way just little fun factions guys and you too so uh back in the day i thought i was going to be like WNBA player no lie i wanted to be like tina thompson houston comets okay. yes and um start when did i start i was like second grade or whatever did all the way up to sophomore year of high school I break my nose. It sucks. Here's, Ouch. let me tell you. First of all, I feel like you're tall. Are you tall? Yeah, I'm 6'8". I'm, me too. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. My my ego says that I'm that tall. But. I, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at my it. license, it says 5'3". But in all reality, if I go to the doctor, it's like 5'3". Two and a half. I round that shit up. Okay. Okay. So how did I break my nose? Well, it was a JV game. No, maybe it wasn't. It was like a scrimmage by all freaking. Oh, I can't even believe this is so funny going back there. So it was a scrimmage, 10th grade. I go in and I'm like, you know what? I want to be on the varsity team. I'm going to try really hard. What do I do? I think this 5-3, in my opinion, me, I think that I can get a freaking rebound from a girl that's probably like six foot, and I jump really tall, and the bitch didn't even jump. She just puts her hands up. What does she do? She sees me, elbow to nose, bam. That's how I did it. Isn't that the lamest story of all time? (laughs) It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> well, the fact you say she didn't jump and she elbowed you in the face, that kind of sucks. Let me, yes, my ego went down and so did my nose. And let me tell you, the craziest thing is I remember it. Like after it happened, I just know that I like looked down on the court and I saw like blood marks, obviously. And in my mind, I was just like, wow, that sucks, whoever that is. And then I realized it was me and I was like, oh shit damn so then I had to get the surgery on the nose and all that kind of thing and then Mm -hmm. that summer I tore my meniscus also in a summer league game and then you know what there Travis the big man was telling me Kim you're (laughs) 5'3 okay Kim you're 5'3 maybe you should throw in the towel so that's what I did and then I started singing and then I went to school for music and then that's the end but I was convinced back in the day I was going to I was going to be Tina Thompson. Hey, you know, we all have a dream. And uh, like I said, I think that with your situation, with the with what you you know, you not the nose necessarily, but the tear after like that's like, yeah, that's like tough. But the fact that you could sing and do all that, that's 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 hard. That's great. I love it. Yeah. The cool thing is uh, I was able to even though I wasn't playing uh the game anymore i was able to like i did the national anthem and stuff throughout the rest of my high school career what i know right so you can really sing you can really really sing i mean yeah i, I think i can carry a tune or two <laughs> you know i got hey. some stuff out there in the uh in the social media's world so you know what i'm saying okay so, okay i love it i love yeah. it yeah, yeah. Send me tell, over some tell stuff. your folks you know so um how can we relate this episode to the game of basketball well first of all what uh what position were you i let me guess wow. were you a center no i was power forward Duh! okay well six eight yeah i guess that would be okay so let's talk about the positions here with these okay. five women obviously we need to have two forwards guard point guard shooting guard whatever you want to say so mm-hmm. who in my opinion because i was point guard Okay, so the point guard, this is just back in my day, (laughs) seems so long ago, my God, 
they're they're the ones that kind of like run the play. They kind of lead people. Like, hey, we gotta go do. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I mean, that's Shannon. That's Shannon. Shannon. Oh, look yeah. at that! He just came right in there. Shannon's the point guard. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I dig yeah. it. Now, who? Let, let's do the next. Uh, where would you put Megan? I would say Megan's probably shooting guard. Shooting guard is a glamorous position. I was just thinking that. And she's like the glamour, the, the beautiful trophy wife, quote unquote. And so, yeah, yes. she would be the shooting guard. I love that answer. Okay, so we have Megan and Shannon. What about uh, Vicky? Vicky seems like a power forward to me. Ooh, yes. You know? I can Someone say- that's willing to do the dirty work kind of thing. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah, she is yeah, a powerhouse yeah. for sure. Okay, so now yeah. we have we have Tamara and we have Heather left. Heather's the center. Okay. It's because I think that she'll listen to Shannon. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah, center yeah. kind of listens listen to the guard. All right, go there. Yeah, yeah. Go this, do yes. this, do that. So, yes, yeah, yeah. because she wouldn't understand the game of basketball in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd be like, where am I supposed to go? That's right. Go there. Yeah. Is, go, go stand there. <laughs> that would be her for sure. Yeah, yeah. So Shoot a would, layup. So then we, she would be like, what's a layup? Yeah, uh, exactly. And then we have um, the last one was Tamara. Tamara mm-hmm. would be the other forward. Yep. She would which be is funny forward. because she's like my height. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but. <laughs> She, she she can do it all, kind of inside, outside, you know. She can. You know she she yeah, yeah, she yeah. plays dirty though too. So I yeah, think that's what you need. That's yes, what you need. Yes. You know, you need I love that. it. Okay. That was our <laughs> starting lineup, even though we only had five to begin with, but I love it. So with these women, which one um out of the five, which one would you, you know, kick it with? have drinks or just hang out with or whatever <laughs> you're like um, none of them <laughs> if i had to pick it would i guess be megan because she's dealt with an athlete before okay you know? okay yeah so she kind of knows that world yeah well the rest of them no i don't think they will understand it i don't <laughs> think they would understand like what do you mean a basketball game what do you watch watch this i think the rest of them kind of be like you know they wouldn't understand it you're a thousand percent right. Megan was a good choice. That was very a very good choice. Okay, so now a fun question. Okay. <sighs> I don't know if you'll be able to handle it, but uh, we'll handle it. So, <laughs> who would you marry? F kill out of the five. <laughs> out of the five, you can only pick three. Marry F kill. Mm. So we have Shannon, Heather, Vicky, Tamra, Megan. I feel like I would definitely want to. Uh, F Megan. Okay. You know, I don't I wouldn't I don't know if I'll you know marry her. Okay. But but I would probably definitely F her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh Shannon, I don't know because she she would automatically think we might get divorced. So that's why you should kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> But we're not really wanna... gonna do this. It's a game here, people. That's not what we're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. I was like, gosh, you know, 70%. I'm like, God, then you don't want to get married. Yeah. Um so maybe I would leave her out. Okay. Uh, She's not included. Yeah, not included. Yeah. Uh, dang it, Vicky. Uh, I guess I would kill. Mm. You know what? <laughs> I think I think people uh, who watch Bravo religiously they wouldn't be surprised that you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She seems like uh, like she might kill me before I kill her. So you know that is probably true. <laughs> Yeah, poison my drink or something. Poison yeah. my drink. You know, I don't know. Like, I'll be scared. Like, yeah. this wine tastes funny, you know? <laughs> it's poison in it. <laughs> so true. So you then know, we have, so, uh, so wait. So we have, okay, so you're going to kill Vicky, F Megan. Shannon's not on the list. Oh, okay, yeah, so we have you. Tamara or Heather is the last one. Tam, I guess I would marry Tamara. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like, you know, I like a challenge, maybe. Tamara's a good challenge. It. She is yeah, she is a firecracker yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yes. You and know, she like, likes sports. She works out. She, like, she she co-owns. I her. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. Good choices. Good choices. <laughs> so now, let me see here. Was your introduction to the housewives everything that you thought it was going to be? And or more. I would say the drama was a little bit more than what I expected. 
you know, because I, I watch Love and Hip Hop. Okay. You know, so I, I know that drama. Yeah. But the the Real Housewives, I was just like, man, it's tell a lot. Me, I didn't realize. Tell okay, well let's let's talk about. I I saw uh, some episodes of Love and Hip Hop like years ago, so mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, clearly it's been on for many many years, so I'm not sure if. I haven't even watched it the last couple of years, but yeah, I, yeah, before I watched it a lot. Let's let's um, how does it compare to the Housewives? Is the Housewives more dramatic, or are the storylines very different? Or are there some similarities? Some similarities. I think that the women control the show in Housewives. Yes, and they you know they control the show mm-hmm. in in, in loving hip hop. But at least I think this the housewives are more authentic mm. because the love and hip hop is like the people don't even really be in hip hop. It just be like <laughs> random people. It'd be like, how are they affiliated with the hip hop? I don't get the hip hop part. Oh you my know? gosh, that's funny. Like the first seasons, like it was like people who was in the industry, you yeah. know, or people were trying to get in the industry. And then it got really weird. Um, where it's like they have random people who's in it. Who's are they really trying the to hip-hop. like getting? Are, are are those people trying to get into like the hip hop business? Uh, like the, fun, sort of- the funny thing was like the perfect example was like the New York. Mm-hmm. Cardi B was in it before she became no. famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she yeah. like a main character? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Did yeah, she, she go was, by she... Cardi B in the show? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she she had a following. Okay. She was a stripper, but she was also uh rapping. Okay. And so literally after that show wrapped, she made her first like mixtape and mixtape sure. and then she blew up. She blew up. She's like by mm-hmm. love and hip hop. Yeah, she never came back after that. But like oh. uh, Yeah, so like they have like, you know, really <laughs> artists that, you know, blow up or whatever. But For sure. I think with the uh, Real Housewives, they're actually housewives, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I really like. Uh, even with the, what's the show with Shaq's ex-wife? Uh, Love and ba- Basketball, Love and Basketball, whatever it is. That's basketball a great wives. movie, first of all. Love and Basketball, yeah, Love and basketball was like yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. movie in high school. Monica, <laughs> hello. Um, but you're you're probably uh, Basketball Wives, no? Yeah, okay. we're not, a lot of them are not really Basketball Wives anymore. They're mm-hmm. just regular people wives. Mm-hmm. We're Real Housewives or Real Housewives. So. You know what's crazy? So I had another uh, a friend of mine. He was on my last episode, and um, mm-hmm. he was telling me. I guess um, Scotty Pippen's ex wife or wife. I have no idea. She's on uh, the newest Real Housewives of Miami because they Bravo had Real Housewives of Miami for like a couple seasons, and then they realized like no one was watching it, so they're like, "Bye, we don't." want to see you anymore but now they're like coming back again but instead of being on the actual network they're going to be playing them on peacock but he oh. was telling me that um there's been like some crazy shit going on with scotty pippen's ex-wife who started getting with these rappers but then they were in an open relationship and all this other crazy shit yeah she's kind of like the classic i'm 40 i'm i'm almost 50 but i really want to be 20 again <gasps> You know, they have like, I don't know how many kids, three, four kids. Uh-huh. She she left him for future. I'm like, yeah, like why? You left. Yeah. So she left him for future. And then she was with this guy who won the NBA championship, another basketball guy. Mm-hmm. Then she now she's was with another basketball I hope guy. It wasn't who Rodman. Left his wife. No, no. She, <laughs> no, she only deals with young guys. Oh, he's a current NBA player she's dealing with. Well, geez, I hope it's not Tristan Thompson because that guy's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I said it. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like that's a story to where I don't I think, you know, Chloe was it Chloe or Courtney, whatever, whatever, you know, because she wanted a baby and a family. Yep. She, Lamar Odom couldn't give it to her. So Tristan gave it to her. Yep. Uh, and I don't think Tristan ever really wanted to be locked down. Anybody who leaves a pregnant woman to be with you. Yeah, I never think that's gonna work out. Yeah, that's suspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you see? Did you see a lot of that when you were playing? Uh, guy, you know what? Uh, yes. Not yeah. necessarily guys leaving pregnant girlfriends, but guys leaving girlfriends for other girlfriends. Yeah. You know? So is there um, like a like a written like bro code in there to like not talk about that stuff, right? Oh, uh, we talk about it, but not like you know, like I don't talk about it to my wife. You yeah. Know, like I'm not, I don't have a wife, but if I had a wife, I wouldn't say anything. To right. 
Um, Why not? You know, because that's that man's business. You never, you never spread any man's business about what happens. He does. Yeah, but eventually. What if, what if you're in the business and he's talking to you? Like, if you were married to me, right, and you knew all this stuff and you didn't want to tell it to me, I'd be like, why? Why are you keeping secrets from me? <laughs> well, because it's not my secret to tell. <laughs> oh, you know? I hate that excuse. <laughs> it's the worst. I'm just saying, it's not. You can't tell another man's secrets. It's not. It's not. It's not your, my secret to tell you. True. If he told you, if he told you, then uh, that's on him. But like, as a you know, like I said, as a bro code, or if say we're together and then his my friend's wife tells you, oh, I'm cheating on him with his, his other friend. Would you tell me? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So forget everything that he just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there, there you go. There you go. I, I couldn't do it because that's his secret, but you, the fact that you would tell me, okay, okay. Listen, I would be a real housewife. I have the prerequisite. I'm not in any legal trouble. Hopefully, I'll never be in that legal trouble ever in my life, but uh, okay. I have the prerequisite. I'm going to tell you. That's what the real housewives <laughs> do. We tell each other. I, well, I, I wouldn't tell the that. other housewives, but, you know. Oh, no. The fact that she told, you know, said something to her friend and her friend immediately said something about her getting cheated on you know like i mean damn yeah that's that's tough i have not yeah. been in a situation uh that i believe like that thankfully um i think it is different whenever it is presented to you like in real life you know mm -hmm. talking about mm -hmm. it like this and like ha 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 laughing oh. whatever is one thing but like whenever you have it literally in front of your face you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so exactly crazy exactly. so okay yeah. so wrapping up and i know i i didn't ask you to do this but we're we're gonna try to do this on the fly so uh you're familiar that the housewives they have taglines okay mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. um what was lydia was in orange county she was like don't mess with my sparkle if you want a rainbow or whatever it is and then you have um i'm trying to think some other one like Dorinda had one she's in New York she said something um I'm not always right but I'm never wrong I like that one actually but what would your <laughs> what would your tagline be if you were a housewife I always tell the truth even when I lie oh my <laughs> god first of all that came so quickly from you like did you did you have any chance like did you have any inkling that I would ask you that today nope how did you just spew it off so quickly that was very impressive I always have certain things in my head going like when you ask a question like a tag thing like that's something I would always You're that's down what I would say oh my god can you say it one more time because that was delicious <laughs> I always tell the truth even when I lie my god that's a good one that's good that affected me thank you for that oh my gosh no thank you and you know what travis you got to tell us um tell us more about your podcasts and what they're all about and tell us how we can follow you and all that good stuff all right all right well uh we'll go we'll start with the following first you can follow me on Instagram at Travis W Reed. Uh, it's, I, I realize there's a lot of Travis Reeds out there. I didn't realize there was so many. So at Travis W Reed, uh, R E E D, not R E I D. Um, R E E. And, R E E D. <laughs> and then on Facebook, same thing, Travis W Reed. Uh, like I said, my page is open. You can just follow me. It's no problem. And as far as my shows go, I got, I got three shows on Spotify, but there's two on the network. Ah. Yeah. Tell so, us the third one too. What's the third one? I didn't even know that. The, yeah, the third one is the one I did about a year ago. That's when I started this whole podcast thing. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Travis Reed: A Basketball Life. Yes. And it basically details my ten years overseas, mm -hmm. like all the crazy stories. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I was in Bogota, Colombia, we we won like a huge game, mm -hmm. and we like pretty much in Bogota they they make you stay in a hotel as a team okay. because of the kid the kidnapping kind of rate. Yeah. Um. So the owners of the team came to the hotel one night after the big game, and then they came in and then they brought five women. So oh, it's nice, you know, five women downstairs, and then five more, then ten. Then 20, then 30, brought up to about 50 women came into the hotel. They wanted room. to be housewives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to. I'm for sorry. For the night. For the, for the night. <laughs> so they brought 50 of like these 
beautiful, exotic women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm this is my first year overseas. I have a girlfriend at the time <gasps> and I'm scared. So I'm like, this is insane. And then, you know, uh, my coach, a, you know, kind of a bigger gentleman took yeah. three women up to his room. He was like, coach, ew, you're not going to take three. Uh. He was like, he was like, my son, trust me. You know? <gasps> um, so oh that's just one crazy story of my 10 years overseas. Um, I have a lot of them. If you listen to Travis Reed, the basketball life, just type in Travis Reed, the basketball life, and you'll see it on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Yes. Uh, but the, it comes to the two shows on the, on the Believe Network. Uh, one's Believe in UCLA, where me and my uh, co-host, uh, Shannon, I mean, Sam, uh, Shannon, uh, got to be thinking it's about okay. you. It's <laughs> okay. You're thinking of Bravo. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, and my, me and my co-host, Sam, talk about UCLA sports, football, basketball, whatever the case is. Um, and that's on uh, Spotify as well. Uh, but my main show, the show that I host, is called An Athlete's Journey. Uh, it's where pretty much people listen to my podcast and they say, man, I want to tell my story. So other former athletes, um, talk about their journey from how they began. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And how, how they, you know, how they finished. And pretty much for me, the main thing for me is like, what happens after everybody loves athletes, you know, to be honest, they kiss your ass, whatever the case is Yeah. Um, when you're playing, but when the lights turn off, what happens, you know, uh, to athletes and people kind of forget about them and forget what happens. I would tell you from firsthand experience, I struggled really big. Oh, I struggled big after I retired. I played 10 years overseas, playing in Holland, Germany, Australia, Ukraine, all over. Wow. Just to name a couple. Yeah. Um, and then after I retired, uh, because of injury, kind of similar to you when I know with the elbow and the- Did you get the ACL <laughs> or something? I had two stress fractures in my shin. So I have oh. two plates, two plates in both my shins. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the love of the game, man, I, I get you on that. For the no, love no. of the game. <laughs> so, you know, I had cracked bones in both my shins. Oh, geez. And so, you know, kind of forced me to retire when I was about 33. Mm. Um, and after that, I just, I had a three-year-old son at the time. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. All I knew was basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I was in a great depression. I drank a lot. Mm. You know, I was really, really, I gained a lot of weight. I just didn't know where I was going to turn. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was that with, grace of God and the help of my family got me back on track to where I'm at now. I lost about 120 pounds. And so, and so for me, I wanted to tell that journey. My, my, my friends who played the NBA overseas, tell their journeys, uh, you know, as well. Do you find that like, that's, that's a touching story. And first of all, thank you for sharing. That was very personal. I feel so much closer to you now. Okay. <laughs> we just met like, holy yeah. cannoli. Um, but do you find that to be a pretty, um, like that story isn't uh, so uh, peculiar, if you will? I don't, I don't know if that's the right, like oh, it's like, not it's, surprising. It's just, no, no, to be honest. And this, and this, like, this is the good thing about an athlete's journey. It doesn't necessarily have to be about an athlete. Yeah. It can be about regular people mm-hmm. because it can end in high school for you. It can yeah. end in college for you. Mm-hmm. It can end early and you have to figure out the transition uh, of what you're going to do with the rest of your life. You know, like for me, the transition, that's the main thing about my show, just the transition of, of basketball right. or sports in general mm-hmm. uh, to life, you know, because all you know is one thing. Like all I knew was basketball for 28 years. Right. Until now, all of a sudden, okay, well, you have a son to feed. You got to feed him. Right. What are you going to do? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like a lawyer. All of a sudden, okay, now you got to be a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty intense. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, just thinking of NBA right now, do you have a fave uh, player that you like to watch? Now? Yeah. Uh, Giannis, if you want to say. Giannis is, I'm a Laker fan. Okay. Uh, die, die hard Laker fan. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. But if you want to say just a favorite player, probably Giannis, because uh, I just love his, his dog. I love his dog. And yes. he just intense, plays hard all the time, gives you everything he got. Are you a Kawhi fan? No. <gasps> Hell no. Oh my God. Why not? We were because doing he, so well. Yeah. <laughs> Because he spurned the Lakers. He should have went to the Lakers. He should have been a Laker. 
And he said, no, I'm going to go to Clippers. And so well, I'm never going to What's wrong with that? I mean, Kevin Durant left to go. Uh, he left the freaking Warriors. I mean, this is when I was still watching. Is he still with Brooklyn? Yes, he's still with Brooklyn. Yeah, he left to go to Brooklyn. Like, what the hell? <sighs> well, I mean, you know, that's good because he made the NBA boring when he was with Golden State. That was boring basketball because we all knew they were going to win. I mean, that may be true. <laughs> but, you know... It's always a good time. <laughs> you know, it's it's fun for the fans of that team. Yeah, that's but true. But it's not fun for, like, just the overall, you know, competition of basketball. Hey, though, Boy. when Kawhi was on the Spurs, though, that team was pretty good. It was until not now. <laughs> <laughs> that's you so know? true. You know what? They you're were. You're inspiring me to get back on the NBA bus and see what the hell is going on. You know, for me being from Pittsburgh, we don't really have a have a team here. If I Are you a Steelers to... fan? Yeah, by default. But, like, I don't know what's going on currently with the season. So check it out. This is, like, real quick. I'm in Pittsburgh currently, but I live in Chicago. But, like, the whole COVID thing brought me back to Pittsburgh. You know, I'm, I'm with my parents right now. It's the holidays, too, so why not? But Makes sense. I'm orig- like, I'm in Chicago. So whenever I'm in Chicago, they don't, like, air the Pittsburgh sports. Why would they? Um, so I, I've, been, I've, I've been a little absent from the Pittsburgh sports. I understand that. The only reason I was asking because my brother is a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Huge. Yes, I love your brother. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh my god! Like for for Christmas, like you have to get him something Pittsburgh Steelers. Something. Does he have anything. a terrible towel? Yes. Okay. He has four of them. Okay, good. Uh, terrible towel, slippers, hat, jersey. Has he been to Pittsburgh? No, but he's been to a Pittsburgh Steelers game when the Raiders was in L.A. Listen, let me let me tell you this message for your brother. He needs to come to Pittsburgh because he has to experience, obviously, the city itself. Everyone thinks, here's my one little rant real quick, and then I'll get back into uh, my whole <laughs> message to your brother. Anytime that I meet someone, when I meet someone new, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Kim, I'm from Pittsburgh, conversation mm-hmm. keeps going eventually like the whole hometown thing comes back up for whatever reason and the other person's always like philly right and i'm like no man i'm pittsburgh <laughs> philadelphia and pittsburgh are two different places two different cities very different one's bigger one's smaller i'm from pittsburgh i i can't even tell you travis on how often that happens basically anyone that i meet but they're close together that's probably why yeah, I guess. But I want to be like, no, like Pittsburgh and Philly are different. <laughs> but anyways, back to your brother. Uh, what's his name? His name is Carl Reed Jr. Carl Reed Jr. This is for mm. you. So make sure you tell him to listen to this episode. <laughs> I, will, I will do that. I will do that. I will do that. Carl, you need to come to Pittsburgh because you need to experience the real Pittsburgh life here with the fans. But also, you got to go to like the number one spot in Pittsburgh. The Pramani Brothers. Get yourself the Pramani Brothers sandwich. I forget. The steak and cheese is what they're known for. It's to die. You got the Italian bread. You got the steak and the cheese and the coleslaw and the French fries all on the sandwich. I know. Don't you want to come now, too? Y'all come together. Y'all can meet me up. I'll take you there. Yes, yes, yes. I would love to see that. Yes, I would love to have that. And just, you know, just being the ambiance of Pittsburgh. Yes. I've never been to Pittsburgh, so. A lot of people haven't. It's a small city. People are like, why? People think that it's like, <laughs> people still think, I think, uh, I think people still uh, assume that Pittsburgh's more in like Steel City and like all this crazy industrial shit. No, like there's stuff to do here. Is I, it? I promise. Yes. Okay. You okay. can go to different museums. We have the um, the Andy Warhol Museum, which is a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, pirate game, Steeler game, uh, hockey games. Obviously, we're known for our sports, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a sports mm-hmm. fan, this is definitely going to be... Sports, a- I get it. I get it. Yes, I get it. yes. So- I would love to. I, I wouldn't mind. Like I said, Pittsburgh is someplace that I've never been. It's intriguing. Yeah, and then if you don't like it, you can drive five hours to Philly because they're basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i got so- you i got you no no look i look i've i've really never been to the east coast like i've flown through new york really but i've never really been to the east coast never visited oh travis you gotta come yeah i've flown through chicago flown through new york never really been to the east coast ever one i always want to go though 
Wow. See, I've never been overseas, so. I've been every country in Europe almost. Every country. Wow. Would you go back? Australia. Yeah. I'm going back. To live? No, just to visit. Oh, okay. Uh, There's there's, there's nowhere better than California. Well, yeah, home is where the heart is. But if there was one spot in Europe. Barcelona. Oh, okay. Spain. Okay. The most beautiful place. If I if I had to leave in, if I had to leave the states, I would live in Spain. It's not even close. Okay, Barcelona here, people. Maybe that should be my first uh, my first stop overseas. I got a passport. Oh and God, yes. Oh, I never, good. I That's never used it. Trust me, the the weather, the people, just it's just the like it's so beautiful. Wow, Ooh. this is a beautiful place. All righty, Yins, guys. We uh obviously it's the holidays, so we should all go travel. Let's meet up in uh, Barcelona, and I'll I'll see Yins guys there soon. But <laughs> in the meantime, don't forget to follow me too on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y I N Z E R, and then follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe B L E A V. Check Travis out on all of his different podcasts because the dude is doing his thing. You also have a very good radio voice, so that's all I have to say. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. (laughs) And thank you so much for coming on the show, and we hope to Uh, see you again. Yes. I'm telling you, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but I'm I'm really, really happy. I I hope you had fun. I know it's a little different from from what you do. Oh no, it's I'm open. I'm I'm opening, you know, I want to yes. do some opening my box. Love it. Not I love it. Well, you did a great job in this Bravo crazy ass world. It's a lot of fun here, I promise. Yes, it is. I was like, <laughs> I will come back. If you invite me, I'll come back. Yes. All righty, Yins guys. You heard it from his mouth. He will be back, which means he'll have to watch many more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, thanks yes. again for being on the show there, Tree Lovis. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Yins guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.